0: pessoa tem mais de 30 você hein? mais de, 30, mais de 30,
1: no west no
0: We we hung out this weekend a little bit, didn't we? What did we oh, do I, that was funny this like week? Constantly, we? Yeah, we We were like buzzing buddies this week. Oh, we yeah, went to was a deodoro event. We talked oh, yeah, about how we fun. just how we stood how we all stood next to a table.
1: Yeah, if you wanna we, you're welcome to garden parties <laughs> stand that's a table at events so where we're supposed to be talking to people. Have you got very on your Because <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> A whole, a whole room full of people that have got sponsorships, and we're just standing that slapping sandwiches.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't like talking to people I don't know.
1: Yeah, me
0: either. That's why I just do it online. Don't call yeah. them. We don't want to hang out. Yeah. Just, just, just whispering to each other. Look, look, he hasn't got Adidas on. Why is he got on
1: Nikes? Uh,
2: what's wrong with these people?
1: This ham sandwich is really good, though. Yeah, they were good, yeah. <laughs> and that, that
2: good? Italian beer is pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah, and it.
1: the Prosecco that we just found that the owner of Diodoro makes on his own vineyard. Send yeah. those bottles of that, please. Uh, yeah. On a shittier note, uh, Watford <laughs> Man United today. Eh? Yo, yeah. I got a COVID check during this game, and it wasn't the worst thing that happened in those 90 minutes. <laughs> I, that was like sort of relief, having somebody Dick, a thing up my nose. It was like, yeah, this is great. This is much less painful than fucking Harry Maguire. And then by the (laughs) time I got out, then by the time I got out of a COVID test, he'd already been sent off. It was like, oh, fucking
0: relief again.
2: (laughs) I mean, I feel like we've said it like three weeks to four weeks in a row now, where this is like the worst performance we've seen under Ollie. But this was far and away the worst. I mean, you could kind of see it coming with Liverpool and with uh City and I'll be honest I bet on uh Watford double chance because I you know you there's always a chance of it happening today but the way in which it happened was just I mean we were legitimately dominated by Watford I, they absolutely can they controlled the tempo of the game they absolutely dominated us in the midfield. and yeah they put four goals passes
1: I I liked what Josh King said after the match which shouldn't be my match highlight of this whole thing, but he just said, Claudio Ranieri just basically showed them the Liverpool game a couple of times and were just like, yeah, just do this and you'll score a bunch of goals. It's like, what? Is that how easy it is just show another team oh, what another right. team did? So I was going to be like, yeah, if you just kind of press them, they don't have any answer back to that.
2: And now, like, Maguire, especially after all the shit with his celebration and stuff last week coming in and doing that was just
1: oh my dude I if mean, there's if there's and, anything and that sums like, up Maguire in a United shirt is him throwing was, in a a stupid challenge after he let himself down not with a first touch not with a second touch with like a fourth touch like plus he pushing the ball away from him it's like what like
0: who are you if you, you look you at, not the if you the look at shirt? the
2: if you look at the still shot from like right before it happened like it's like how does it like how did that even happen from there? Because he's like ten yards away from Tom Cleverly. and his touch is so bad with no that, pressure on him, nobody around him. Why he keeps on trying to dribble out of the back, I don't know. It's Tom Cleverly
1: just, geezer looks all right as well. We should sign yeah. him. Get him in the midfield. I kind of remember what like, I mean, play that saw sort of looked like him like ten years ago like at Manchester United.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he just and there was this the sar injury. Um, in between the two yellow cards, so it was really only like three minutes of actual gameplay passed between the two yellows. Oh my God, and the uh, first one was pretty it. bad too. Yeah, I mean, right. aside from McGuire though, Bruno was really bad in this game. Uh, Bruno had to think game. yeah, and he hasn't really been playing well for a while now. But this was particularly bad. I mean, he squandered chances. He had the one really nice ball to Rashford in the first half, but other than that, it was like, he couldn't complete a pass. He was kicking the ball like out of bounds. It was just- I mean, he set up that penalty. Yeah. Like, if you really with think the...
1: about it, if you really think about it, what foot should have had like six?
2: Yeah. Like, with the penalty that had I mean, to be retaken. Yeah. <laughs> McTominay, didn't, McTominay didn't cover himself in glory on that, and he didn't really play well the entire game. He's kind of been a liability in midfield for most of the season. Um, But, yeah, that was entirely on Bruno. I don't know what that clearing kick was or whatever. He,
1: he was further he was than the ball do, but... was when he cleared the ball. Yeah. Like, he cleared it back into like, his own box.
2: Back in back into the box, yeah.
1: It didn't make any sense.
2: De Gea uh... didn't really do too well this game either. I think, like, getting beat on the near post on the third one and the first one he probably could have done a lot better with. But I'm not going to blame him. I mean – it's just he's just getting peppered. Like I'm, yeah, yeah I mean, they, scored, I think they scored four. They scored four, but he still made like five or six saves in that game. It's like, how much do you want him to do?
1: I think what De Gea came out with and said after the game as well was sort of when I was like, all right, so that's all he done because when's the last time yeah. our active player that's like, let's be honest, should be the club captain,
2: yeah,
1: has come out and like absolutely like through a manager under the bus he's like we let in too many goals we don't know what to do when we have the ball we don't know we don't know how to defend yeah and then he's he's like then he's like i'm not putting it all on the management but we just don't know what to do
2: yeah well you remember the last time he had moderately um critical remarks of management he had the armband taken off of him and it was given to harry mcguire so yeah my manager. Probably no. probably yeah. Probably since that time was the last time somebody you know, came out like that against the give manager. it to De Gea
1: till the end of the season.
2: Give it to De Gea permanently. Honestly, now it all lays out. Um I would say the first job of the incoming manager would be should be to take the armband away from Harry Maguire. He's absolutely yeah. disgrace, really. I can't it's... really
1: argue with that at all. <laughs> yeah. And and I just think, uh, like we all say, that like United are rotten for much further than Har- like the manager. It goes back further than that. Yeah. And now we're we're picking a. We have Michael Carrick for two games, and then we're going to have an interim after that. Which, in my eyes, if if Carrick gets a result in the Sevilla game or the Chelsea game, he's probably going to be the interim, and then. After that, we're looking for a permanent manager. So are, where is where's the planning in this? Like at, at, least, at, at least if we sat at least if they sat Solskjaer before the international break, they would have the international break to sort of let Carrick have the team for a minute before he has to play. But he's got to play. A game within 24 hours of him becoming yeah. the new manager. It's like what the. He's fuck, gotta, guys? He's
2: got to play two of the biggest games of the season so far within a week, and he has a day to prepare for it.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like going back on my Ollie outstands that I've been firmly on since basically this podcast started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, I felt so bad for him. Like after it was all said and done, like did you see him like hugging the fan, <laughs> like getting out of yeah. his car and yeah, hugging I, the
2: fan? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean our frustrations also... definitely have, you know, led to us saying some pretty and I don't regret saying any of the things that I said because they're all very true. But you know, you do he was and still is one of my favorite all-time United players, responsible for one of the greatest United moments of all time. And like you like he said, like it was kind of emotional seeing him leave and seeing the way it kind of fell apart around him and but ultimately kind of did it all to himself especially over these last two months
1: yeah he's always been like he was like since he got the job permanently which i still agree that he should have said no to and took a backroom role since he got the job permanently let's be honest he was always two months away from being sat no matter what how well it was going yeah Yeah. but there's just the way it was falling apart and i i can't remember what i was listening to today or what I read today, but somebody, or maybe it was on Twitter, somebody was saying that Oli coming in after we had Mourinho, and that person had said that uh, seeing Mourinho when we actually won against Newcastle, his United was the worst they've ever seen a United play. Like much more, and I was like, did you not
2: watch like the last three fucking games? (laughs) The last two months, it's been, yeah.
1: Just us getting shelled constantly, like that wasn't fun.
2: Yeah. And I mean, uh, the the script writers had, you know, a really good moment, Oscar-worthy moment here, having uh, Donny Van to be score the oh, yes. final goal of his of his reign, and it really was more than anything because I don't like, I didn't really feel like any kind of hope when that went in. I didn't really expect us to kind of get anything from the game, even though he scored, but. It was more embarrassing, I think, to Solskjaer that happening than anything else.
1: Yeah, and even when Donny went in kind of hard on Saar, that was a fair tackle, even though Saar got injured. It was a,
2: yeah. but he, he
1: literally looked like the only player that was trying on the pitch. The he only like, player that was trying. I hope this isn't for you to get a move in January, yeah. because now you have a manager that actually likes
2: you. Yeah. And it wasn't just the goal. like He was our best player on the field, by far. Oh, so yeah, I don't know, and I don't know who comes in. It looks like Pochettino might come in, I don't know how that happens, but yeah, right I now it's yeah, we could yeah, do I what mean... uh, we could do what Chelsea did and wait for them to fire Pochettino like they fired Tuchel, and then maybe we'll win the Champions League this year, like Chelsea I did. I think Tuchel's a better manager than Poch though.
1: <laughs> I mean, I but when last summer I was saying of, Tuchel, Tuchel comes into yeah. the prem, wins, and he's basically going to win the prem in his second season. Yes, yeah. so, oh, first four season. Now I'm speaking thinking like of, Ten Hag, maybe I don't know. All the good managers are gone. We yeah. waited so long to fire our manager that the one good manager left to get is now at Tottenham.
2: Yeah, oh, speaking geez, of geez. Tuchel and Chelsea, we should get David Moyes, he's doing a good job. They, they went out and beat Leicester. Let's see if you guys like that transition. I, yeah, I did like
0: I, it. I did like it. It, it also yeah. just got us off of the United whining. I was dying yeah. over here. Well, um, no,
1: <laughs> well, no. Well, no, it brings us swiftly back to the United whining because apparently <laughs> the word on the fucking street is Brendan Rodgers' team hasn't been performing well because he's been apparently been in talks with United as well.
2: Or oh, United have made I'm an approach back. They haven't been playing well for a while now. They seem to start every single game slow, slowly, and they try to get back into it. They're always playing catch up. Yeah, even if they even if they don't
0: is no surprise right now. Yeah,
2: even if they don't go down early, they're still miles off the pace of the game until like thirty minutes into it. Yeah, yeah, and then Um,
0: Chelsea are obviously going to take advantage of that. Like they're, they're just high octane especially yeah. when they're playing somebody like, to, to be like
1: fair. <clears throat> to be fair to Leicester, though, I feel like they've had a bunch of players that kind of haven't hit ball this season, like mm-hmm. Madison, Ciancik, and they've had a few injuries.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair, but I, I also think like Yuri Timlens has kind of been balling out of his mind. Like he's, he, you know, he's not, maybe not like the defensive like linchpin that they need, but. Uh, you know he's he's something he's something important in that squad. I think he's a he's a central player. Um, yeah. so it's sort of surprising to me, but also not because like they're also they kind of seem to have that that same thing Everton have a bit of where like they look kind of good on paper and at the beginning of the season maybe even, but mm, the consistency thing becomes an issue. Yeah. Uh, the Ingo Conte goal was good though. Yeah, that run was yeah.
2: Crazy. I feel like was crazy. Like finish a lot was a lot happened. underrated too, yeah.
1: I feel like a lot happened this weekend that has just been mildly, well, not mildly, completely overshadowed by the fact that fucking always finally gone. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like
2: that
1: that would be been talked about on every newspaper. Yeah, totally. It didn't totally. Uh
2: didn't happen. Yeah. and James were really good again. Yeah, right. Chilwell um, as well,
1: coming back into form after not really yeah. being that like was left out at the start of the season and now he's just been yeah. rolling well consistently.
0: Yeah. I feel like he he scored that goal uh I think for England and it was maybe one of his first caps for first few caps and like has kind of just been consistently rolling like confidence getting his confidence back. It's good for them. Bad for uh, the rest of us.
1: Yeah no I I really think uh I mean Chelsea to win the league this year. I just feel like there's yeah. gonna be more of those, like I see them dropping less points in like scrappy games than like, I see Liverpool doing. Mm-hmm. But also Guardiola could just start playing again. <laughs> start yeah. just win every every game to the end of the season, and I wouldn't be shot.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll
1: see. Uh, so Villa Brighton in uh in Steven Gerrard's first game new manager bounce yeah Uh, and i i just liked after the game he came out and said winning is my medicine (laughs)
0: like
1: all right stevie come on (laughs) so it's it's week one bro it's week one how late how late was he he up the night before thinking about that yeah
0: yeah totally totally yeah
1: Yeah, and and it's like yo please still go and get your vaccine if you haven't already like i don't think winning works like that bro (laughs) sure
2: Yeah, it was only 2-0, but it definitely looked like um, Villa could have scored a lot more in this game. Yeah. Brighton had a few chances here and there, but I think Villa was definitely the better team yeah. throughout.
1: Yeah, there's, I, I mean, it's weird to say New Madrid bounced with any of these teams because I really thought – I mean, I still think Villa probably go down. And now it's yeah. even now it's even weirder because Newcastle are below Norwich. And wasn't it like Norwich is already down, and now yes. Newcastle yeah. have got like yeah. a trillion or whatever, and they're now, below them.
2: <clears throat> Norwich have two wins in a row.
1: Yeah, very very interesting times on time
2: side.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Another
2: yeah, that's team fantastic. that's trending uh, upwards is uh, Wolves. and They beat West Ham. Uh, this weekend, Um, 1-0. And there were, like, chances on both ends of this one, but really, I think Wolves were the better team, which I was surprised by. Uh, Yeah, I wasn't this this one coming. Yeah, Neves and Moutinho, Mm -hmm. they just... And when they got the goal, Boys was thinking about making another... making a change, bringing another man into midfield, but it didn't didn't pull the trigger quick enough. And they were just, pre- uh, you know, West Ham was getting out on the break sometimes, but Wolves were just keeping up the pressure. Daniel Podence was really dangerous the entire match and set up a really nice finish for Jimenez. Uh, but yeah, I expected more goals in this game. Um, I'm not surprised that Wolves won. I'm surprised that they were kind of as comfortable as they looked though.
0: Mm-hmm. And particularly with West Ham, was looked good all season, yeah, and
1: been dangerous. Finally, my, maybe Europe's finally catching up to him, even though mm-hmm. last time, yeah, as many games. <clears throat> uh in what shouldn't be a really good game that I watched this weekend, but <laughs> might have been the funniest game that I watched this weekend. Uh Arsenal Liverpool. Uh Arsenal played well for. About what thirty minutes?
2: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then
1: just got slapped. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it 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 made me feel better after the United result. Only because <laughs> yeah. we were watching it with his friend of the show, Andy, who's an Arsenal fan. He was like going like, "Oh, we're playing well," and then he was like, "Oh no, you're not." <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Ramsdale
2: made a couple good saves. He started smiling, and then it just kind of yeah,
1: yeah, and then came yeah.
2: all the way out of. Yeah, to,
1: to yeah, it was catching. It was really
0: good. It was really good how Andy went from, like, I'm going to enjoy the football to I'm just going to enjoy my day out with the lads.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, like, it was 50 <laughs> minutes as well. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: uh, that's the end no, of I, I No,
1: like, I think it, like, totally shows, like, the difference in these te- teams as well where uh, for the past couple of months, uh, Arsenal have been playing – ridiculous like playing it out of themselves and then I don't even think Liverpool were particularly as good as we see Liverpool but they were just like everywhere on the pitch they were just better than the Arsenal yeah. Yeah. and it was like noticeable
2: and it was just really? it, 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 they held out as long as they could but at the end in the end it's just too overwhelming right like mm-hmm. if you're not a lot of teams have been able to obviously get a result off of Liverpool this season because even the ones that play them well just end up getting overwhelmed. But there's only so much you could do for so long to keep those players out. So.
0: Yeah, I was saying to Andy before, like, just talking about this match, like, maybe, like, your best chances. We were talking about the fact that it's a shame that uh, Martinelli wouldn't, wasn't playing or wouldn't be playing. And that, like, you know, maybe run someone like him to neutral, try and neutralize Trent but even still, you have to worry about however, like, you could do so much against so many players on that squad and then J- Di- Diogo Jota could come off the bench at, like, the 70th minute and, you know, yeah. crush you. So, yeah.
2: You almost have to take it to them because if mm-hmm. you try to sit back, it's just not going to work, but then you run the risk of just getting mm-hmm. counter and overrun constantly. Yeah, I, think, but, I think that's what
1: kind of happened to Arsenal as well. I think they kind of will, like, yeah. real take it to them. And then... Mm-hmm they realized after 30 minutes of doing that that they were in fact Arsenal and they've never successfully taken it to anybody in <laughs> yeah. the last, at least the last 29 years. Because I've been watching, I've watched football for that long. So, <laughs> wait, okay, maybe I'll give them the first, like, five. Until I got to about five, I noticed that Arsenal probably couldn't take it to you, you know what I mean? Uh, like, even when they had Vie- Vieira, they weren't really taking it to you, you know what I mean? Like there's,
0: there's just so many men, like, I, I can just hear them now when this comes out just screaming Invincibles! What about Invincibles.
1: Didn't he draw eight times that season? Chill. Yeah. <laughs> Relax.
0: Uh,
1: uh, yeah, Ramsdale doing his little breakdance was a, was a pretty good highlight for me of this. Yeah. Just like being put on his ass twice. <laughs> like but I, I I can't remember what the which defender it was as well. Maybe Ben White, he got put in his ass like right before that. Like it was like that was the uh the money goal. And I think mm. like they just didn't know what to do. They just like couldn't do it. Like it was ridiculous. So I, I don't know. I I mean I like like I said Liverpool are gonna be up there. I just see them dropping points against. I mean they drop points against Brentford, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I see I see teams that actually like bring it to them taking more points than they will take off Chelsea. For sure. For sure. Mm. And then like I said, City just can be City whenever they want at any point. Yeah.
2: Which moves on
1: to quickly moves on to with these are these two goal of the season contenders in the Yo, same
2: well,
0: I don't
2: yeah.
0: Yeah man. Uh, that touch, that little touch by Sterling made my day. Yeah, no, the, the sterling
1: sure. the first sterling goal was like the outside of the boot pass to set that up was yeah. just like a thing of beauty. Ungodly. Mm-hmm. And the, there's Taking like an
2: an volley like that too. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah.
1: There's there's like an angle from behind where you see the like the direction yeah. the ball travels, and you're just like, yeah. What you did that in a Premier League <laughs> <reading? Yeah>. game? Like
0: <laughs> yeah. the
1: pressure wasn't on you that much. I, I can yeah, I can see that doing that in five aside, do you know what I mean? Like hey, hey, whatever. If he doesn't, if I don't pull this off, it's whatever. If I do, it's a worldie. I couldn't yeah, imagine right. doing that. And like, when
0: if I don't pull it off, I would probably get like yelled at. Yeah, he hit that, that exactly. Like, oh, it might just fly over onto the stage over there. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, <well>. <laughs> <laughs> ah, stupid. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Nice, f- fun goals though. At least, yeah, Those, and, that was and- good.
2: And I, I I gotta ask you a question, Ned. As a city fan, because I feel like I've seen them have this, them do this a few times now, where they are obviously dominating a the match. They're probably not going to lose. Probably not going to drop points, and they're still kind of dominant. But they just take the foot off the gas. Yeah. Is that is that is that like a habit that you're like worried about as a city fan?
0: Um, I because I don't. I feel like they're
2: I, doing it more now than I've seen them do it because they they do it all the time they I'll worry it. The I Pepps.
0: worry about I worry about it if like uh it becomes a problem like around Christmas when like yeah there are a lot of games like, and like you know there's a lot of team rotation and maybe that type of thing isn't always as possible because of the quality I mean yeah. there's not really anybody who's lacking in quality except perhaps some of those younger players that we saw um, who did really yeah. account well they for were themselves. balling as well? Yeah, they, they were yeah. balling. Yeah. They were oh they were my ball. god, ungodly. Um, also, uh, Leeds had that little kitty that came on and balled, but sorry, we'll get to Leeds. Anyway, um, yeah, those guys were balling. So um, yeah, I don't I don't know if there's really a, an issue of maybe a lack of quality that could um make that that strategy um yeah.
1: less, I, less I, valuable. I liked Pep's I liked Pep's answer to I can't remember about which one it was. But they basically asked him after the game, like, Are you surprised that this player came on and played so well? Yeah. Like started his first game for you. And Pep was just like, Wait, you think I have bad players in my teams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, He's I like, was was like, like
0: he took it personally. He He's was like, like What you, you think, you think you I can't not coach? You're like, surprised. What yeah. I don't know talent. Oh, that was hilarious to me. It's like I don't no, know. I more wish than you had a
1: manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wish yeah. you had a good manager ever again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is football. I know football
1: yeah that was and the and like the goal like that was just ridiculous and what was is funny
0: he's mental
1: is whatever like the american broadcast had on whoever was commentating, like one of the guys was like i wish he just not looked for the pass it's like they've been told him not to shoot and he just yeah. always looks for the pass when he gets the ball and then like it, in, a second in the bang. Fir-
2: <laughs> yeah in the first half he had the ball at the top of the box and he probably could have taken it on, and we've seen him score goals from distance before, yeah. but he always like he passes off to the side, and the, yeah, the announcer is like he needs to shoot more, so he scores that goal, and they're like, that's what we were saying he needs to shoot more. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, shoot more. <laughs> that's
2: that was... like, what's the opposite of what's the opposite of the commentator's curse <laughs> right. I just thought it was like showing the commentator up.
0: <laughs> yeah, <like> he, <laughs> you the, heard him. he
1: doesn't shoot anymore in the past couple of yeah. games. He hasn't been shooting. <laughs> he just, like immediately, shoots hits it so hard that it like nearly breaks the back of the net. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just flies through the top corner, and then Jordan Pritchard's reaction as well. Just like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like well, what can I do about that,
1: guys? You know, go on, lads. Uh, let's not focus on that. Let's uh, not focus on that. I, I actually thought Pickwick did kind of well like, You got across the goal when it was traveling yeah, at a thousand yeah. miles an hour. <laughs> I would have ducked. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck that! Break my hand. <laughs> oh Jesus! Everton Don't is facing a me.
2: big, a massive injury crisis though right now, and I'm not saying that yeah. if they had the players, they would have been able to do better in this game, but. If you're going from Andre Gomez and Adelaide Decor to Fabian Delft just kind of trotting around out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I kind of felt Delft did a surprisingly good job this game.
2: Kind of like brought some it's stability
1: it. into it. Uh, but again... Imagine presence. Yeah, but again, you, there's not much you can do yeah. against a few of those players.
2: Another team yeah. having trouble with injuries right now, Leeds United... No mm-hmm. Rafinha, no Rodrigo, no Bamford, uh, but they still, I think, looked pretty dangerous in this game. I think they were kind mm-hmm. of lucky not to come away with anything.
0: Yeah, a couple good shots from distance in, in this game. Like, dude, I mean, I think the the commentators are saying it as well. Like, these guys are always like entertaining. Like, you know, mm-hmm. to the point of like maybe there being somebody else a burnout. I don't know. You know, like yeah. a lot of those guys really they they looked up for it and they mm-hmm. were. Taking it two leads for a while. I mean, obviously, Dan James for the first goal. Dan yeah,
2: James got the
1: goal. Yeah, Yeah. I, I mean, I that felt was... bad. I felt bad for them, dude. I really felt bad for them this match. If it like if it yeah. honestly wasn't for Antonio Conte, I only imagine screaming <laughs> at yeah. everybody during halftime It should have been one one. Yeah, man. and
2: he wasn't. Gonna and let it, was, it wasn't. Ju- it wasn't that like. I mean, Spurs kind of grew back into the game. I thought. Leeds were definitely the more dangerous team in the first half. Um, But it was more mistakes and just, like, unluckiness on uh, Leeds' part than anything. The first goal, I don't know what the fuck Melier was doing.
0: Yeah.
2: And, you know, this left the goal wide open. Um, That was just kind of a brain fart. Uh, I thought, like, whoever... Was a defender on that time side, had it covered, and then he just comes charging out and leaves his entire goal like open. And then the other one was just a wicked deflection, and yeah. Reggian was the first one on it. So, yeah. Yeah, it was Kane, like, Kane still only has what one Premier League goal this season? Yeah. yeah, and it goes back to my
1: talking down on the Harrys and the last pod. <laughs> Not that good for him, oh, so you can do that against Albania can do that in the dance, but you can't do that fucking... Yeah, not in the pre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Guys, I just had some terrible news while we were talking about this, because I decided that I just remembered that the Murray Gray got injured, so I had to change my finances to you. And I left Josh King on the bench this weekend. Mm. Uh, it's a hurt one. So a hurt mm. one. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. what happened. On that ridiculous disappointment, should we take a break and come back with our best of the weeks? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to Garden Parties, ladies and gentlemen, where it's our favorite time of the week, your favorite time of the week, where we get to say our best offs. I uh, will kick it off with a pretty obvious one. My best match of the week was United Watford. Because uh it finally got us to a bit of a part where I think that maybe United might have a good manager. Just because Woodward is probably leaving before they make the actual decision on who's gonna manage us after that. Uh I'm hoping uh Bandasar gets to make that decision. That would be very nice if Vandasar got to make that decision. I would really love it. So that's my match in the week. Hopefully that's like the little butterfly effect. Me saying that makes it happen. You guys will hear it. Then we'll just go on and win like Ajax do forever. (laughs) (laughs) Not too Uh, much to ask for, right? Not too uh, much to ask for. Just win every single match. (laughs) Mm.
0: Forever and ever and ever. Okay. Well, now that we're done with fantasy. It's my turn, huh?
2: Yep.
0: Obviously, City 3, Everton 0. Um, just a lot of magnificent football in this match. Um, shout out Fabian Delph. Yep. Does Should I go for Jesse?
1: Yeah, go for Jesse.
0: Sure. Uh, Jesse's match of the week, uh, was Inter 3, Napoli 2. I'm sure that was a barn burner. Two of our personal favorites. I think everybody here has a bit of a yeah. soft spot for <coughs> both of these sides.
1: Going to see Inter on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, shout-out match, shout-out Pat.
2: Two, two teams at the top of the table. I think Martinez got a late winner for Inter. <laughs> uh, my match of the week was Newcastle 3, Brentford 3. Um, On display here were two of the worst goalkeepers in the Premier <laughs> League. And we got goals <laughs> from St. Maxman and Ivan Tony. Mm.
0: Pod favorites.
2: Uh, Man, St. Max was doing his thing. Yeah, Yeah, he sure um, was. Literally just added St. Max to
1: my fantasy (laughs) team. There you go. There you go, lads. Uh, Yeah, what was my player of the week is David De Gea, just for his blind negligence of people that are higher than him at his company. I have said many a bad thing about my about my boss in my time working at different places. Sometimes it's kindled me. Sometimes it's cost me the armband, if you will. Sometimes it hasn't. Sometimes it's like, damn, we should get the manager of this job. But, you know, uh, I just like doing that on national TV so, as well as like something that I really, I want to do in my life. Just be like, no, nah, you guys are shit. <laughs> I do my job, right? I do my job. And then they all the shit flies at me. And then some of it gets by me, but most of it doesn't. But a really, a lot of shit comes in this direction, like all of it. <laughs> you see my emails this week? Ridiculous. But which I'm pretty sure that is the footballing equivalent of what De Gea did. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's my player of the week.
0: Uh, my player of the week is jo- Joao Cancelo. Um, Catch me on Tuesday night, just spraying balls wildly about the gym, trying to (laughs) emulate this man. (laughs) Most of them, the the vast majority of them, not uh, meeting their intended target. That's okay, though. Uh, Jesse's player of the week is a stone cold stunner. It's a very good one from Italy. Uh, Felix Afinegian, uh, the man uh, who bought, who was purchased Balenciagas by none other than Jose Mourinho. Yo, I would. Do you know how harder it would be to get sneakers from Mourinho to have move, like forget Regian getting bought like Hamon. You got crepes <laughs> from from yo none other than Mourinho, and he's like yo these are the newest Johns. Like, they're, they're not like the old John's. I got you the upgrade. They're different. They're, they're different. different. <laughs> Each one is different. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well-deserved. Nick, take us away.
2: Um, I went with John McGinn. He was really good for Villa. Um and honestly, I know I've joked about United signing him in the past, but he would do very well in our mid- midfield right now. Just <laughs> so runs so all over there's the anybody field.
1: that wouldn't do very well in that
2: field. <laughs> just, Anybody the, yeah.
1: could, I could sign for United right now. They could put me in the center midfield and people would be like, yo, this to my joke, it is doing well. Which we <laughs> just because I can. Yeah. Right, just because I can. But he
2: was, he was really, really good for Villa in this match. Just, you know, I kind of was... At the bar, since he was on Peacock, they only had it on two TVs. And I kept on sneaking peeks over to this match. And he was just <laughs> play balls in the box, you know, winning the ball, setting up chances, you know, all things that we could use.
1: All right, my shirt of the week isn't a shirt. It is the aforementioned pair of Balenciagas <laughs> that, that yeah. Mourinho bought for Jan. I went and I was saying that. I was staring at the Zoom like, he really didn't read my, my shirt of the week, did he? <laughs> for all the reasons that nan said, they are the shirt of the week. They're the foot shirt of the week. It made me question my own choices in life because Mourinho is buying these for a football player that had said that he dreamed of these shoes and yeah. he didn't buy a pair and I bought a pair and I make nowhere near as much money as him but I did buy the old ones I don't think they were 800 euros at the time I think they were around 6 uh, but yeah they, he got the new ones uh, one shoe has a blue one, they're both blue one shoe has a white and red stripe on it the other one just has a white stripe uh, a definite upgrade on the old shoes that didn't have the stripe uh, yeah yeah Just people make fun of the Balenciaga socks shoes. They're very comfortable. And if I didn't play football in mine, I'd be wearing them to an airport tomorrow. But they've got a hole in now.
2: Well, if you come off the bench and score two goals to win for Jose Mourinho, I'm sure he'll buy you shoes too. No, I'm just waiting until the Garden garden Party is Casa
1: team. And you'll have to buy them because you're the manager. Much came on after not doing anything for weeks and scores. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can just get
0: me a pipe, Nick. <laughs> uh, uh, my shirt of the week is an 0405 Birmingham City Emil Heskey because, uh, a, it's a Diadora shirt. Um, B. I remembered Emil Haski played for them, and it happened to be a Diodora shirt. Also, it's Emil Haski. These are all great points.
2: Yeah, am I Jesse for this one? You Go can be. It. He went with the FC Cologne uh, or Cologne sorry, uh, Carnival kit from this year. It's kind of a standard own kit but it has confetti on it and a little bow tie yeah yeah it's from old sport which you don't really see old
1: sport Mm. around anymore this was my shirt of the week a few weeks ago and i was really hyped about this little bow tie that was on it because it's a fucking bow tie on a football kit which is ridiculous it's not like printed on it is like a sewn on bow tie yeah yeah Yeah. unfortunately the fucking powers that be that are UEFA the they're absolutely enemies of football and anything fun happening. Won't let them wear the little bow tie in the Champions League. They had to take it off for safety reasons, apparently. What? Massive what? letdown. Lame. Massive letdown.
0: Lame. Who doesn't want to kick a bow tie for like- Un, unfun or something like it must be like some like
1: <laughs> that's that's the UN UNF and UEFA unfun yeah. association.
0: I don't know yeah. like, <laughs> something. Like, it's some some somewhere those letters are associated with like not having fun, being anti fun. Yeah. Shirt idea. Yeah. Keep it rolling.
2: Uh, the kid of pretty... the
1: graphic
0: design department is was, was crying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, Nick. uh my shirt of the week is the Udinese eighty four eighty five Diodora kit as uh, styled by Zico himself. Um, it's a really nice kit, banger with uh, black and white with the kind of big uh, diagonal yeah. white stripe section across. With front white shorts, white socks. Yeah, of course very Zico. classy, man. Yeah.
0: I like that Deodora, like, kind of like they had a long-term relationship with Udinese and, like, kind of referenced that jersey uh, again and designed. Very cool. Anyway, shout-outs.
1: Right, shout-outs. My shout-outs this week are to my mother, my cat, my girlfriend, Oligon Associar, the aforementioned Deodora, <clears throat> Icarus, P's and Q's, uh, the Black Sheep, Uh yeah, shout-out to Inter Milan for not being sold out of tickets. <laughs> shout-out to Juventus as well. Uh, shout-out to the English football pub that is around the corner from my Airbnb in Milan, where, while Paulina's going through, like, the finest of... Uh, Mel- Melen- Mel- what is it? Melanese, I reckon? Or is that that's people Melanese. from Mali, right? Um, no,
2: Milanese. Oh, uh, like, it's while like- she's going through... Well, well anyway, while
1: like she's walking around while she's walking around, uh like going to see like Da Vinci's and shit, I'll be watching like Stoke West Ham or something in there, just having a brilliant time. Four four euro pints, can't beat that. And it, it, like full English breakfast, so it's like being at home for me, but in a slightly nicer environment. So I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> Oh, I love how you both just looked at me because you know it's true.
0: <laughs> the culture.
1: I've seen, I've seen loads of culture, man. I've seen paintings. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Um, yeah. By the on Party's nfts they're much better than paintings. <laughs> <laughs> you have
0: NFTs? Yeah, I swear. All right. All right. Uh, shout outs. Uh... Uh, my folks, my family, Rachel, uh, Andy, Ryan and Phil, who don't even watch football, but seem to have come out uh, almost uh, for a few weekends now, at least. Good on them. Uh, we will get them in like shirts or something soon. Have a some team to support whatever, whatever. Uh, ben and Oiler, uh, Rulo and the Donuts with the 700 crew. Uh, futsal homies, uh, go Conte obviously, uh, Lacazette. He looked <laughs> so good on you, mate. It's a shame you played for Arsenal this last weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, and Ole, it's been fun.
2: Happy trails. I don't know if I would say fun <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, shout out to my mom, my brother. Shout out to Michael Carrick. Shout out to Hatem Arfa. Um, I get get Carrick like two weeks before you shut him out. Just
1: give him a little bit of time.
2: Um, Shout out Jesse and Ian and Tortell. And shout out to everybody that has donated so far. Uh, We're still collecting donations for another couple of days. Um. all the information is on the GPFC pod uh, Instagram account um, we are just doing a quick fundraiser for two local organizations, the first one Project Safe um, is a group that is consisting of women and non-binary people, non-conforming people and transgender emails um, and it her, provides harm reduction services to people working in street economies, vulnerable people in Kentucky. And the other one is the William Way House here in Center City, that is, um, you know, just a really good LGBT resource center here in the city that needs some money for their trans and non conforming center. And yeah, so uh, Saturday was transgender day of remembrance so you know shout out to all of our listeners no matter who you are and rest in peace to everybody that has been killed for who they are
0: i think 2021 was a record setting year for like uh violence against trans people so yeah yeah people are stupid dumb
2: for that
1: uh Come and play football with us. We're still going on this Tuesday, even though it's a holiday at 321 uh Fairmount Ave in Northern
0: Liberties. Uh Naj will be there with Come onion slices see me. and all that. hmm Come see me boot balls about. Trying to it's uh, a
1: Pies. it's
0: Pies, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Peace.
1: long sleeve service.